Georgian bag. That's a nasty looking finger, lady. You got the face? What? No. Hey, I got your fertilizer. We made you. Welcome back, interweb friends. This is Stop the Movie I Want to Get Out. Hollywood makes bad movies. We make fun of them. I'm Alex Dunbar. I am joined, as always, by Cody Wolf. Your mother must be so disappointed in you. <laughs> Jack Estabrook. You're a maverick, and we don't need mavericks around here. Uh, Nick Newert and Christy Smorrow are off this week. I think they're camping, and no one's heard from them in a few days. So we'll, we'll see what's happening. 15-foot Grizz got them. <laughs> maybe maybe a, a friendly-slash-scary grizzly bear got them. Um, our movie this week is 1976's Grizzly. And before we even start, I want to read the description that they give on IMDb. Because I think this is a pretty accurate description of the movie. When a 15-foot grizzly bear develops a taste for humans, a park ranger attempts to halt the beast's wild rampage. However, a drunken hunting party complicates matters. <laughs> I got a good laugh at that. I'm like, then I thought about it. I'm like, wait a second. Does the hunt drunken hunting party really. actually complicate anything? I'm like, not, not really. really. I thought the drunken hunters were our heroes. Well, at they're two different point, groups of people. We'll get into this, but at one point, the ranger actually recruits the drunken hunters to help him. Right. So, and he himself is constantly shown drinking endless quantities of scotch. Yeah, maybe he's. So I don't know. It, it, yeah. So uh, uh, Ranger Brody, I mean Ranger Kelly. And Jack brought up. I think it's impossible to talk about this movie without talking about the fact that it's it's weird. Like this is a Jaws ripoff. It is. But it almost feels like they took like a serial killer movie and just switched some of the like they they did like two hours of rewrites and turned a serial killer movie into a bear movie because yeah. no one like the main hero is a ranger he's not a police officer and his boss yeah. is a manager of a park not a police commissioner it's so strange but like all yeah. of the dialogue is like ripped out of like a weird like, literally. like they, they wrote the lyrics the uh, lyrics they wrote the dialogue for police officers yeah. Hunting a killer. Yeah. I said it's, it's well, they are hunting a killer animal. I tried to look into this. I really wonder if they took a, like, somehow, like a, like a serial killer or a slasher movie script and were like, uh, quick, make that into a bear movie or make that into, they like, a wild animal. To, to cash in on Jaws. Well, I mean, that yeah. one, that one character was basically, like, Dr. Loomis and uh, Quint mixed together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so odd. All right, let's let's go into this movie a little bit. Um, I would like, like to say before we start, this movie had a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget, wow. which is wow. not bad for the mid seventies. I mean, this is yeah. a this is a real movie. Um, I had to look this up before we. I was you know because you know our rule. I don't like to make fun of movies that are not like real movies, but three quarters of a million bucks in the mid seventies. And Richard Jekyll, the guy who plays Scotty had been mm -hmm. nominated for an Academy Award five years earlier. For so this was- this? No, I'm kidding, what? This is like a real movie movie. Um, 
Although, oh, yeah. like many things that happen in it made me question that. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, I mean, the, 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 it looks it, you know, it, it doesn't look like it was cheaply done. I mean, some of the uh, bear attack scenes are laughable, but I wonder if that's just oh, yeah. personal choices by the production crew or standards of the time. Well, I, I was. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to. I felt like they're trying to get around like showing too much for ratings, you know, reasons. But, but all the kills were the same. It was like bear claw slash, and then body part fall off, and then. I was kind of I was mystified by this, and and I don't know as much about how the MPAA operated in the mid seventies, but yeah. there was a part of me that was like, are they going for like a PG rating? I mean, we I think just, that is what the rating is. Wait, yeah, is yeah. It, is it PG? I mean, we see a horse get beheaded. <laughs> it's true. It is true. I, I don't, and it's, I don't, I guess maybe, I, it just seemed very odd because you're right. Well, like they were, this seemed like they were absolutely trying to be like just on the edge of an R, but didn't want to get an R rating. I feel like yeah. ratings were a lot looser back then too. You could show, especially in like a horror movie like this. Well, you know, the, if we're going to take a little side track here i think the original intent was the g rating was for general audiences pg was well maybe it's suitable for your kid but we'll let parents make that decision and r was the well we're not going to allow the kid in, even if it is your personal choice and then in the 80s the pg 13 rating came in pg became the new g and now no movie is rated g the movie is rated g they don't even bother rating it. it's like a, a straight to dvd barbie movie that comes with the figure in a DVD sleeve or something, right? right. So I think this was a, an appropriate rating for this film uh, because it's violent, but it's not so violent that it's over the top and a parent could make the decision, well, maybe my kid, I could take my kid to see it, but maybe I should, which was the original intent of PG. It's why it exists. PG-13 yeah. is the thing that screwed up the mix. Yeah, and, and the, the violence is really the only thing because there's no nudity, there's no, I mean, excessive swearing or anything, so. yeah. So it's just the violence is what kind of puts a borderline. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. No, that's true. I, yeah, I guess it's just of of the time, but it was yeah. it was on. It it starts off. We're getting a helicopter tour of a national park for like twenty five. Mm -hmm. It's real for like twenty five minutes. Yeah, I mean this this was like oh, I, I almost felt like this was shot after the movie was over, and they're like, we got to extend the runtime. Probably, um, yeah, and it's. I, this this made me so frustrated. I when I say I can't understand what the pilot was saying, I mean I I can't understand what he was saying. They're they're putting in that kind of like in headset audio. Yeah, I'm assuming they just recorded it that way. I guess so. I mean there was some kind of environmentalist message in there, but I for the life of me, I listened to it twice. Well, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't really say what it, what who the this guy was talking to. Like, cause it sounded like he was talking to someone who he's trying to convince, like, you know, you got to help save the, the forest because if we lose all this, you know what I mean? But then yeah. it's just him kind of talking to himself, basically, and then it just goes into the credits. When, and there's, like, cutaways of, like, some guys in the plane who were never told who they are. Right. They never yeah. show up again in the movie. Yeah. One of them gets a close-up cutaway that where the guy seems so awkward in it I, I wondered if he knew he was part of a movie. Um, <laughs> nowhere, nowhere else in the movie is it like an environmental message. They're not like threatening to tear down the forest or anything or, you know what I mean? If anything, it's like, hey, the woods are bad because you might get eaten by a grizzly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I, I mean, no one, yeah, it's, it's really weird. It, it's just, it's, it felt so tacked on. I, I really yeah. at some point wondered, this was an independent movie. And I wondered if a distributor was like, uh, you need to bulk up the runtime by five minutes. And they just were like, uh, okay, all right. And like the two guys in the plane are like the producers or, or in the helicopter are the producers. And they just got that actor back and they're like, uh, yeah, we're just going to use some, uh, some of the other helicopter, you know, foliage stuff and we'll loop in some audio. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's also sped up, which I really, <laughs> which really like, or the helicopter footage is clearly sped up, but it makes it shakier. I, I don't know why they did this. It was this, watching this on a, if somebody actually saw this in a theater, this probably would have been almost nausea inducing because the screen is bouncing around so much. Mm. Yes. Didn't care for it. Um, yes, it did want to throw in director of photography, William Asman. Asman. <laughs> Edited by Bub Asman. Asman, yep. Yeah. Wasn't that a... Uh, Cosmo Kramer, wasn't he the ass man? I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of proctologists on set. Yeah. The yeah. ass man is brought to this. It was produced by an ass man, wasn't it? Well, there actually, I according to Wikipedia, it sounds like a third ass man brother may have worked on it <laughs> as a sound recorder. <laughs> because <laughs> there were three brothers who were all active in film production and it, it sounds like their third brother worked on this too although he doesn't seem to appear in the credits wow um so then we meet i we, we get one of the most clunky introducing the characters scene i mean i don't know how many movies we've watched 200 for this podcast <laughs> right yeah. up there it's like 178 or something like that now, yeah. Well, 178. I mean, I, I when we had this scene of introducing the characters, I my I was just like my eyes are darting around the screen, like, wait, who who is who? Whose relation to who is wait, is and, this flirty girl flirting with the head ranger or is right. she flirting with this other ranger? The photographer? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, 75% of those characters disappear like immediately too. Immediately. Immediately. Like the one girl sticks around for a little bit, but then she disappears. Well, I thought that they'd go out like on a, on a hunt and they'd each get picked off by the bear one by one or something. And they didn't do that. Uh, yeah, we, we just never, we end up kind of seeing there's the flirty ranger, the flirty lady ranger, and the kind of like younger ranger. And they do sort uh -huh. of come back in the movie, but none of the other ones do. There's almost no point to us even seeing them. And then there was the Power Ranger. And the, the, the Power uh, and, and so then, I, I forget the guy's name, but we'll just call him like the Chief Ranger. The, so the he main now character. goes over Kelly, to, I think that's yeah, Kelly. Kelly, Kelly. okay. Kelly. Okay. And, and he goes over to the restaurant that's kind of like on the, at the- it's Like a lodge, I don't know, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It was like a lodge or like a hotel with like a you know, restaurant in it or something. I this, think is it was a, like a lodge. this is a real question. Why is the character, because they do nothing with the character of the restaurant owner's daughter who's a photographer. Well, no, right. not really. She, she, she why is she in the movie? I thought she was and, be... and why is her father in the movie who well, they yeah. do nothing with? I thought she was going to be more of a main character because she is basically a main character through the first act, at least. And then the Kelly. And then there's, 
Yeah, she's the first. Yeah, she's a character through the first act, and then there's a scene where he's like the ranger is basically like, "Hey, this is no place for ladies. Get out of here. Never seen again." He's like, and we never see moving out. Yeah, I, I don't. It's it's so so just structurally so odd. Yeah. I, I figured she would still come back. Like she would because she's a photographer. Like, oh, I have to go out and get the pictures of this hunter or something. You know, like she would come back into it some at some point, but she just, just doesn't. In some way, yeah, she doesn't. I, I mean, for a movie that seems to have filler in a lot of its beginning, it ends very, very suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't, okay. But yeah, so her dad is running a restaurant. She's got a lot of questions about the business practices of her dad's restaurant, which also is completely unrelated to anything else in the movie. <laughs> yes. Um, and and now we're and and then we kind of get into the actual movie itself, where we're starting to get some bare POV out in the woods, and they don't show us the bear. This is where the Jaws ripoff comes in really high. They're like, you know, okay, don't, okay, don't show the bear. We're just going to do the bear's point of view. It's kind of one thing to do this with a killer shark. <laughs> A little sillier to do this with a bear because it's just like, oh yeah, this is just a camera like clunking through the woods. Right. <laughs> I know it's not smooth. It doesn't like it doesn't like hover. It's not I'm not necessarily at the right I don't know how it's a it's a standard thing, the POV shot, the stalker, the killer, the monster. But uh, here it just felt like an you know, amateurish. Like here's the shaky shot. Let's push it through the hedge and make it look like he's peering through right. the thing. I would argue that for ninety plus percent of this movie could have been exactly the same, and the bear could have been replaced by a slasher movie killer. Oh yeah, I mean it's basically just Jason Voorhees. Yeah, world. and and the bear behaves like a slasher movie killer. Yeah. Uh, and in this one, it would have been scarier, like to see it kind of moving through the woods. You know what I mean? Like on the edge of the woods, if you're camping or whatever, like to see those kind of things instead of just like the POV of it, watching the kids or these, these girls camping. You know, yeah. it's kind of moving in the woods. It's kind of because the real bear they're using. Yeah. For, for when they actually show it the is for for a lot of it. Yeah. Also, the the scale is awkward sometimes too, where they talk about this thing is like 15 feet tall, but right. Sometimes it looks smaller. I don't know. I, I kind of wish for this movie that they had put a person in a bear suit oh my God. And, and shown it from a distance. You know, kind of like what Cody's saying. Like, we never actually, like, saw it, but you would kind of see, like, glimpses of it. You yeah, know? it's like a big, a big thing moving through the tree would be, like, creepy. Yeah. Like a, like a dark shape. What's right. that? No, no, it's fine. Bears don't come down here this time of year. Oh, okay. And then the girl goes to take a pee. And then she gets, she doesn't come back. You don't even hear a scream. You just hear like some cracking of the leaves or something. And then the girl turns, the other girl turns and is like, uh, you know, uh, Allison or whatever her name is. Insert generic 70s slasher film teen girl name here. Allison, where are you? You know, quit it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Stop making noise in there. You know, they can, it, it's cliche, but it would have worked better than, than this thing just coming on and annihilating her and ripping her arm off. And... This bear, and I'm going to say this a lot during this, this bear is a ninja. 
<laughs> it's no. all of a sudden there. He is. He is. He is. According to this movie, fifteen feet tall and weighs two thousand pounds. Yeah. Uh -huh. But he is constantly sneaking up on people. Yeah. Who are totally unaware of its presence until it's right next to them. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, I mean, again, this would be like my car sneaking up on me in the woods you know <laughs> pretty unlikely that would happen the yeah, engine it's two thousand right. pounds you would feel the ground move yeah um You'd smell it for sure yeah the the bear like so yeah he rips that one girl's arm off her. i was like whoa that that kind of that shocked me um pretty intense that's, that's yeah. but like every kill is the same like it swipes it knocks a body part off and then it like claws her face and they they fall to the ground it's like every single one and then yeah. there's a and then yeah, it and then there's a, yeah. down on top of them uh and then it, it, then, a, um... well i was gonna say the other girl goes to hide in the cabin and the bear it, like cuts through the door it's like bang bang it sticks its fist through like its claw goes through it, and it ends up like tearing down like two walls of the cabin to get the girl. Right. And then it apparently like puts her in the rafters too. I had a lot of questions about that. Okay. Okay. That is what the movie is saying, right? That the bear for what like, unknown like, reasons decided it would really freak people out to put yeah. the body up in the rafters. He did the old Michael Myers and he hit the body to scare someone later on. I, I'm. This is. This is. I, I'm more and more convinced. This is a slasher movie script that somebody adapted to be like, take out the slasher, put in a bear. Um, yeah. I got a huge laugh when the Rangers go up looking for the girls, and they find that cabin. And there's like a whole sequence where the that main ranger, like Kelly, goes walking up to the cabin. And is like trying the door, and he's like, "Oh, door's locked. Uh, oh, what are we gonna do?" And at that point, he notices that two walls are missing. Yeah, like half the cabin <laughs> is missing. I mean, that just that just made me laugh. Yeah. Um, but that's where he walks in, and then the body falls from the rafters and, and scares him. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Jump scare. And we're next introduced to. A guy who, for much of the movie, I wasn't sure who he was, but then it was like, oh, he's got to just be like the park manager. But he's like a guy in a suit who's basically playing the part of the police commissioner, where he's blaming the ranger that yeah. there's a bear in the forest. Yeah. Yeah, what? And I'm like, I don't know. Okay. It's a mix between the police commissioner and the mayor from Jaws, because he's also like acting very... Uh suspect himself we want to keep the park open yeah, while he, the bear is attacking it's the same thing has, as the beaches he's got his own motives yeah, yeah are... we, we there's a scene coming up where we have to talk about his motives because he has a motive that makes no sense i, I didn't get it yeah um and and he starts talking about they, they start talking about this other ranger named scotty who is like some kind of wildlife expert yeah, I wasn't sure was he was he a ranger or was he like because I honestly think I honestly think this is supposed to be Kelly's weird friend who he just knows through his job who just like but, goes out and like is like a tracker or something. Yeah, he said he works there, so yeah, I didn't know if he was like a tracker or like what his specific job was because he's never doing any ranger work. He's just always in the woods, like smelling like a bear. 
Yeah, I mean, when we meet him, I smell like him. Yeah, he he's literally wearing like a deerskin cape right. out in the woods. And he said when we first are introduced to him, he said he's been like tracking and living with this family of deer for a week. Like, what's going on at this forest? Like yeah. this national forest? Like, what? You know? Yeah. What's again? This is again like a cop movie where they're like, oh, you know, the guy who's supposed to be undercover. Uh, now he's undercover with the animals. Yeah. <laughs> but and, and I think part of his job is like to tag all the animals, like the bears. They say he like he knows all the bears because he tagged them all or whatever. Oh, yeah. I have I have that too. Yeah, because we get okay. So okay, so at this point two girls have been horribly killed mm-hmm. and in fact i like horribly mutilated right and i think actually the girl the the photographer lady was she was with them when they found the horribly mutilated girls right she found one of them she yeah. found one of them she this, like, found like, one this is like horrific yeah but in the tonal shifts of this movie then there's a scene with the two of them like back at the base that night and the Kelly Ranger guy is like, yeah, Scotty, he knows every bear in this forest personally. <laughs> and they both are like laughing. I'm like, you yeah. just came across like two beautiful, like horribly mutilated right. bodies. Yeah. And then the lady is like, boy, you guys really love what you do. Right. <laughs> what? You love That's why I love it. I love cleaning up the guts after a bear attack. Yeah. So they so, call me a maverick. Yeah, so Scotty is basically, if we're going with the Jaws thing, he's basically like Quint and Hooper mixed together because he's like the expert on bears. Uh, and he's the one they, they kind of rely on him to... Yeah, he's kind of a combination. Yeah, he's really, yeah, he's really kind of the two of them. And he's like, yeah, he's kind of the expert, but he's also like kind of like this like rogue, like yeah. Quint was as well. Like, like he supposedly knows how to catch the bear or find the bear. So they're really yeah. relying on him. Um, so then the next day they're doing their, uh, they, like their assignments come out and kind of like the horny ranger and the flirty <laughs> ranger are going to go check some things out. Though for some reason, the horny ranger tells the lady like, Hey, you wait here by this waterfall while I go up here and look at some things. Yeah. So and she steps like, down to her underwear. Well, but first she says, to like, bathe in a waterfall. But yeah. first she's like, I'm just going to dip my toes in the water or something. Like she's, she said, I'm going to put my feet in the water. And then she just takes all her clothes off and walks into a waterfall. Yeah. It's a 14 year old's fantasy. Yeah. But I'm like, but this is where Elsa was like, oh, so they're going for a PG rating because she has like still her underwear on. I'm like, okay. Right. Yeah. All right, movie. Um, where a bear sneaks up on her under a waterfall. Well, the waterfall is pretty loud. <laughs> I know, but, still, but it also makes it sound like the bear was waiting there for her. <laughs> it was in the water. Well, they, they keep insinuating that this bear has like some pattern, like he knows what he's doing. Like they have like, they figure out like where his kills are. Like, oh, he's going from here to here to here to here. So they, I guess, insinuating that, yeah, he was there to, to kill someone or to eat someone and she just happened to be bathing under waterfall at the right time or wrong time i guess again like we go back to the serial killer movie because i kept picturing a bunch of cops looking at a map being like what's the pattern to these kills i mean they literally did that though they had a map and they had like 
circles where the kills were and was like he's circling here and then he's circling back here and then he goes here so like trying to figure out like where you go next it was like it's a bear what are you talking about yeah yeah and then towards the end they're like he's, he's going back to where his first kill is he's a genius for something like that like how's he so smart <laughs> look at the pattern i know i would be like this is a bear right um so the the Kelly and the the helicopter guy from the beginning go up in the helicopter. They really wanted to get their like mileage out of their aerial footage. Like yeah. clearly a big chunk of that seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars went to helicopter time. Oh yeah, um, a lot of the budget went to that. So they had it, so they had to use it. Yeah, and sandwiches for Scotty. I love this thing. I love this thing where where they're like searching. Are we are we way too early? Like we're searching for the bear from the sky. And then they look down and you see what's clearly a bear. Like they actually got footage of a bear like running around. Then they land. That's our bear. And then it's Scotty with the freaking bear skin on his back. And I'm like, what the, how can you make that mistake from that? Like what? Yeah. How did you see any? Broad daylight. It's not that secluded an area of the forest. It's pretty fairly open. Scotty knows how to look and smell like a bear. So I guess guess he does. Yeah. I also got a big laugh out of how when they were in the air, and again, multiple like two other rangers have been killed, multiple deaths, and the pilot has time to ask Kelly, like, hey, you seeing anybody? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? Like, not the time, man. Like, not the time. And then the pilot asked him, how about that filly you've been riding? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, hey. Um, yeah. yeah, so now, okay, so now they've got Scotty and they're kind of like, okay, we're gonna try. And Scotty's the one who tells them that this bear is, you know, he's been through footprints and claw marks. He's determined this bear is 15 feet tall and yeah, his claw marks on the trees yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, I guess like the height of the, the marks and then the depth of the uh, the footprints you could tell it was 2,000 pounds. It's like, oh, okay, okay. Um, and they go back and we get the, it, it, now at this point, two rangers and two campers have been brutally murdered, but apparently like full blown campouts are still going on. Cause there's a bunch of kids. Well, it's 4th of July weekend. Oh wait. Oh, no. is that what they, I did miss it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, there's this like well set up. There's like 40 people at this campsite. There's, there's a bunch of kids like shout singing. I've been working on the railroad. Um, and the bear sneaks up on a tent yeah. to kill a lady doing her makeup. But, but there's the thing is like, there's all these kids sitting in a circle. There's like people sitting outside drinking beers, whatever. And he like has to attack the lady in the tent for some reason. Yeah. I, I mean, I again, if this was Jason Voorhees, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I see what he's going for here. But right. like. Why is a bear like I don't yeah? It, it, like it almost feels like he's attacking specific people. <laughs> like these are the ancestors of the person who hunted my mother or something. It's like yeah, like why her? Yeah. Right. Um, we now get the park ranger slash commissioner who's like, I want that damn bear. Either you do the job or I will. To which point I'm like. What the hell does that mean? Like, I, even Kelly is like, he's like, yeah, okay, you'll do the job. <laughs> <That makes sense. laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, he's like, that, that makes sense, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah then, and this guy fires, uh, not Scotty, he, he fires Kelly um, 
like five times in this movie too. He keeps telling he's fired. It's like, I know it's it's such a seventies police movie. Like all of its lackeys and being like, turn over your flashlight and park ranger badge, and you know, <laughs> it's like you're you're yeah. done. You're out of here. And then Kelly's like, okay, you're loose, Kenny Kachansky. He later on he actually says, "You're a maverick." We don't have room for Mavericks. We need Mavericks. <laughs> like, what, what is this guy doing that is like so like Maverick-ish? Maverick ish? Yeah. Maverick. Yeah, he seems like he's just a pretty normal park ranger. Yeah. You know? And then he starts like coming back at him with, uh, you know, you just want a cushy job in Washington. I'm like, what? Huh? He the the Kelly <laughs> has a as a line to this like commissioner manager dude. While you've been sitting here on your fat ass, I've made this forest part of me. I was like, what? What? What does that mean, man? Yeah, that that's a weird thing to say. Um, and this is somewhere in here is where the bear militia shows up. You know, of like, uh, like a an army of like dudes with like beer coolers and guns yeah i wasn't sure because like was there like a reward to kill us bear or something i mean also i think i think it's later revealed that the commissioner guy like told these people to come in and that there was some kind of reward okay um i mean yeah, they, they basically just serve as kind of like a cutaway like they they don't there's not yeah they, they don't really have much impact on anything so i don't know why that's even in the uh synopsis on imdb because I don't know. Yeah, no, no bear hunters like this bear militia. None of them are killed. Only one of them ever actually sees the bear. Yeah, it, it's kind of pointless. It's another like sort of filler element. Um, but this is right around the point where Kelly says to the photographer lady, who's who's essentially been like a leading character up to this point. He's like. Yeah. All right, this is men's work now, you know. <laughs> and even she's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" And he's like, "Hold on, I gotta go." And that's it. See you later. Yeah, she's totally. She doesn't come back at all. Yeah, we never, never see her again. I thought the very least, the very least, like he would at the end of the week after killing the bear, come back and she'd be there to greet him. You know what I mean? I I thought nope. so too. Or I I really kind of thought that she was gonna maybe be like up in the helicopter and helping save the day at the end or like i i I thought from where the movie was going because they portray her as pretty smart and pretty capable right i was like oh i bet she's the one who actually like you know saves the day somehow and i was like no no they're not they're not interested in that yeah um well then the other guy i thought was gonna save the day didn't either so well, yeah, I mean, really, uh, you know, a, a, an insane, like, active, an insane choice by someone who is loading up a helicopter saves the day. Um, yeah. I was wondering why I had that in the end, but... Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, we'll get into that. Um, so next, okay, so all the weird hunters are out in the woods, and that night, a bear cub comes up to one of their campsites. Yeah. To which point the hunters are like, wow, check out this bear cub. You know what we can do? Use it as a trap. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Um, and well, and they, they were like, this, this might be its, its cub. Like they thought it could be the, <clears throat> the bear's cub. 
but it was like that's a yeah, black bear. A the bear is a grizzly bear. And then, and then they're not scared. This bear, like, wait. And so they're trying to be like this scare where the guy wakes up and he's like, ah, oh, and the bear is in his face and everyone wakes up. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, look at the little bear. And he's like petting this giant bear. <laughs> it's the cub. Let's use it as bait to bait the big bear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it kills the bear. The grizzly kills the bear. Also, ninjas in. He so moves in. I just remembered. So, in. <laughs> After the two girls were killed and then the, the one ranger, they kind of said this thing where they're like, we know it has a type that kills women. And then they yeah. get away from that immediately because then it kills a bear and then it kills other men. It's like, why even throw that in there? Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, that's, like that's where again, they, they took the slasher script and they're like, uh, oh crap, all right, all right, fix that moving forward, yeah. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I love how they say like, you know, the rangers come up and they're like, anybody see it happen? They're like, nope. <laughs> we were standing um, right here. And I like how Scotty then is like, he's going to return to the scene of the crime. Right, yeah. He could be listening to us right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I half expected them to cut to a POV shot of the bear, like peering through at their conversation. If they had cut to a shot of a of a bear hiding behind a tree, just poking out an ear, I would have loved it. <laughs> awesome. And they come up with some goofy plan that I really don't totally understand, where they try to have the hunters, like like scare like essentially like flush out a bear well because they think because it's it could be listening to them right then they think it's in the area still so they're like what we'll just have the hunters like i don't know if they're basically surrounding the area and trying to flush out or what then they send the one ranger to like a, a tower to watch over to and uh, but they don't do it till like the next morning so i don't know they don't yeah they, there's also a line there's a line from the the main ranger guy where he's like Let's do this by the book. Yeah. What, what again? What? Like, what book? Like, well, he's saying that because the guy he was pissed at the guy for using the baby, the cub as bait. He's like yelling at him about that. He's like, "We're gonna do it by the book." Basically, we're not gonna use baby bears to attract the big bear. I I half wanted one of the other rangers to be like, "Yeah, next time get a warrant." You know? <laughs> okay. You know it's after women. Find a woman to use. Yeah. And now, okay, see, so right. So they put this plan into place, and the the one ranger whose girlfriend was killed earlier in this sneak waterfall attack, he's up in this giant tower. And the bear sneaks up on the tower and then starts pushing it over. Yes. Why? Why would the bear like to kill that specific guy for some reason? Even though there's yeah. Like, like a dozen hunters walking around the woods. Yeah. Why would it, this? This is, and and it takes the bear a long time to push this tower over. To I mean, again, it, it's a pretty substantial tower. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into this. Right. And then he doesn't eat the guy. Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah, kills he, him. He just wants to kill him. He doesn't yeah. want to actually. He's not doing any of this for food. Yeah. Um. And, and this is again where like Scotty or someone's like, oh, he circled and he killed. He seems to know what we're thinking. Uh, the bear knows what you're thinking? I don't think they know what they're thinking. Yeah, I don't even think they know what they're thinking. 
Um, and it's not like protecting territory. Like it would have been interesting at least if there was some kind of like a. Yeah, I mean, it's not even like a respect nature message or something where it's yeah. like protecting its cubs or something. I don't know. It's not even it's like killing. It's, it's not even its territory. They keep saying like it's not from here, like or it came from up north or something. So yeah. specifically, it came to this park to kill to knock over towers and just kill people. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, what was I mean? Is the bear like I, there was a point where it's happening where I was like, I don't know if the bear is a problem with the tower or the ranger. Right. Because uh, it seems like he just has a problem with the tower, and he's like, "Tower Ranger." Yeah, Tower Ranger. Ooh. Um, <laughs> all right, and this is where we get the scene where there's a big blowout. Well, one of many big blowouts between the park manager and and the ranger. Mm-hmm. Where I I'm tell me if I'm wrong about this. This is how I saw it, and I but I don't really understand this either. Basically, the park manager wants press, and he wants press that makes it sound like they're doing a good job trying to find the bear, even if they don't find their bear. They just want it to look like they're doing a good job. I I honestly don't know what... Is that (laughs) right, though? It brings in the news to, to, to just, I don't know how this could help his, his, his cause. I don't, like, I was trying to think about this because it was, sounds like he's trying to get some big government job, but, like, yeah. is his plan, like, ooh, all those people are going to be, like, man, that guy's doing a great job managing the national park where all those people are getting killed by the bear? I don't, yeah, know. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's just trying to get, like, if, you know, FaceTime on TV so that you know, people would know him so he could get the big government job. I don't know. It, it didn't really make sense. There's, like, I almost expected the line to come in and be like, there's no, you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity or like, <laughs> like someone in, in, you know, the, like in someone at the higher ups at the National Park Department were going to be like, I know that like seven people have died, but man, that guy is killing it with the response. Right. You know? um, yeah. And again, after they fight about this, he fires them again. Yes, yes. And he still is like, no, yeah. But then, just like in Jaws, he, his mind is changed to close the park after a kid is attacked by the grizzly bear. Yes, yeah. this is the most ridiculous kill in the movie, I think. Or no, he's not killed. Technically, they, they, <laughs> they, 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 the child survives, but he like loses yeah. a leg. He kills the mother, though. There's like a house doctor that comes and visits him after the attack. Um, yeah, no, like the kid is playing outside. And the mom's like, be careful, little Billy. And she goes inside. And it's almost like a Western where, like, the kid's about to get, you know, like, kidnapped by some thought, stereotypical native tribe or where it's a horror, I, you know, I like was, a Pervo movie where the kid's going to get abducted. I was thinking more like Frankenstein where the little girl's, like, playing outside and the monster comes up. That's also a perfect example. Yeah. Sure. And yeah. the, the kid is playing outside. And they even do a little bit of a fake scare out, like a fake out where like the bear is stalking him through the POV shot and then the little kid goes outside and goes outside the fence and, oh, he's outside the fence. Then he comes back and he's got a bunny rabbit that he found and somehow grabbed, okay, that's fine. He's playing with a bunny, I think. I think it's a bunny. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden this massive, it's like, the big bear is like picking him up and it's all these quick shots. The kid's like, like kicking and the big fake bear is like, and the mom's like, and starts hitting it with a broom. And this is supposed to be terrifying. And it's just ridiculously hilarious. And then the next I, shot is this awkward interview with this dude, 
like yeah. who's holding the microphone inappropriately talking about well, what's going on here and then the ranger comes out and he's like you're lucky that kid's alive he got, we're gonna take him to city hospital wherever the hell that is and then they take the then there's like a doctor literally with the stethoscope around his shoulders and the glasses and the black you know, house call doctor bag. And I'm like, did they just call a house doctor for a kid who was violently mutilated by a bear? They didn't like do an airlift. I mean, clearly they have a helicopter. I don't know. It was Sorry. weird. Yeah. It, it was, yeah. This was very, and then now basically, now the commissioner guy's like, all right. You know, yeah, this is like the moment in Jaws where he's like, all right, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll shut the beaches down. Now go get that bear. Yeah. Um, so the helicopter guy and the ranger rig up a real, a, a dead deer yeah. as like bait, which by the way, I'm 100% sure that was a real deer that was killed. Absolutely, yeah. Could, oh, yeah. Deer were harmed in the yeah. making of this movie. <laughs> um, yep. And so they, they rig this up, but somehow the bear pulls an Admiral Akbar and knows this is a trap. And yep. just and what so was what was the trap though? They basically just fed it. Because there wasn't like a trap or anything, was there? I, well, I think they were like, if the bear comes up to the dead deer, we'll shoot it. Right, because like they, they were in like a, a shooting position. Yeah, he was supposed to be in the in the blind or whatever, and, and but then they didn't go anywhere. Bear, <laughs> did get, yeah, somehow the bear gets like close, and then the bear's like, "It's a trap," and it like just <laughs> takes off running. But um, it, it got the deer though. Well, it, it, it did. This is this is real crazy. It didn't get the deer then, so it takes off uh, running. They try to follow him. They lose him. They come back, and the bear had come back and did get the deer. So the bear is really cunning. He was like, ooh, this is a trap. I got to get these rangers out of here. But then I can come back and totally get this deer for lunch. Yeah, OK. I mean, again, the, the bear is the bear is playing like three-dimensional chess against the bear, the 70s rangers. Yeah, the bear is the smartest character in this movie, I think. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hands down. And, and somewhere in here, there's like an knocked, has it knocked over the, the the duck? Has it knocked over the the the, the big tower? Have we passed that already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have. Okay. With uh, Tower Ranger. Tower Ranger. And, That's right. I remember that now. I'm sorry. Yes. And somewhere in here, there's like an argument between like Kelly and Scotty that I didn't really understand. But Kel but like Scotty is like, I'm going to go off on my own. Yeah, Scotty wants to catch the bear. Yes. He wants to. He wants to tranquilize it. He doesn't. He wants to capture yeah. it. This two thousand pound bear. He wants to tranquilize and somehow drag out of the woods. Right. And right. Kelly, on horseback for some reason. So, yeah. So, so, but his the helicopter guy's like, well, that's stupid. Like, like they start arguing, and, and Kelly's like, he's like, if you if you see it first, you can try to capture it. He's like, but you know, don't go off in the woods on your own. And then he immediately turns and goes off in the woods on his own. And he's yeah. just- I, Actually, no, yeah. Scotty is a combination of Hooper, Quint, and Paul Reiser from Aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so then there's like, we get this kind of like camp out scene. So now we're into like, what essentially would be the third act of Jaws, where it's these three guys, although, you know, Kelly's on his own that are all trying to track the bear. Um, 
the movie really wants to show off that Richard Jekyll knows how to ride a horse. A, a big section of this movie is like, we get it. Richard Jekyll is like one of those old timey, like Hollywood guys who did a bunch of Westerns and can actually ride a horse. Got it. Um, and he comes across the deer carcass. Yeah. And radios in and they're like, he's like, I found a deer carcass. And they're like, yeah, that was our plan to trap the bear. And he's like, what? And <laughs> they're like, forget it. Um, they basically tell him, like, get out of there. And he's like, no, I'm going to drag this bloody deer carcass around <laughs> and, and try to lead the bear to you. Yeah. To which the, the ranger guy is like, no, do not do that. That's not a good idea. This guy just turns, it's, it's like, he just turns into like a huge moron in the, in the end of this movie. Like, oh, yeah. I, I thought he was going to be like the guy who knew, like Quint, who's like savvy and he knows the things the other guys don't know. And he's using it. I mean, Quint ends up dead too, but, but he, you know, he, he's smarter than these guys, smarter than the shark. Whereas this guy, Scotty, is just like an idiot. Man. Yeah, and he he has he gets like dumber as the movie goes on. Yeah. Um, and then so the bear finds him again, sneaks up on him, and in what is maybe one of the bigger laughs in the movie, the bear punches beheads a horse with yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. He just points at it, and it just comes. The head just comes off. <laughs> And then they show the, the the horse's feet still like kicking. <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I was like, oh, okay, okay. And it attacks Richard Jekyll and buries him in the dirt. Yeah, um, implying that maybe he'll survive. Yeah, but he just wakes up. He just wakes up and the bear kills him. Yeah, he wakes up and the bear eats him. Like it was like, oh, okay. Like so, he bear could have just eaten him. Like nothing happens between the two. So, okay, I, I was watching this this morning, like, as I was getting ready for this. I'd missed that. I saw him wake up and, like, crawl out of the hole, the ditch, out of the hole or whatever, and I thought he was going to be, you know, come back at the end, like the Hooper thing, but I didn't I didn't see the bear eating. Well, no, because what happens is he mentions it earlier. You know, he's burying the victims, and he says, well, yeah, a lot of bears will bury their kill, and then they'll come back later and eat it, like a cache where they hide their food. Oh, okay. And then that happens to him, ironically. So the bear... Uh, a tiger uppercuts the head of the, of the horse off and then uh, buries um, um, Scotty in the in the dirt. And then they cut to our other characters and they cut back and it's like, you know, crickets chirping and like he slowly begins to move under the brush and you're like, oh, he's still alive. The bear hasn't killed him. He's just buried. And then he wakes up and you're like, oh yeah, he's going to survive. And then literally he looks at the bear and the bear is just standing there and he just kind of shrugs and that's it. Oh, okay. It kind of killed him. So why the hell go through that whole bit about he kills the he it'll it'll kill an animal, but then hide the remains so that other animals won't get to it? You know, like what? Huh? Right. Yeah. Instant death fake out. Yeah. It's and then the the guys the the helicopter pilot and Kelly find him and they're they're you know real sad about it. Um, <laughs> And it was like, okay. And they're, they're sort of like, oh, get to the chopper. <laughs> get to the chopper. Um, and they go back to this, they're 
plan of like we're gonna fly around in this helicopter until we see the grizzly which i'm like yep. isn't this stupid plan you've done this a bunch of times it doesn't work then they're like oh there he is <laughs> yep all of a sudden so this sequence is really like even by this movie standards is real crazy they see the grizzly they're flying right over him very close and a bear is outrunning a helicopter. Yes. Which I oh, was, that, was that a bear growl? I know. <laughs> that was a bear growl. That's what that was. Jack, look behind you. Bear are very sneaky. Oh! Um, Comes out of the ceiling. And the helicopter pilot at one, like the bear's outrunning them. They're like losing him. Then they're like, oh, there he is. And at one point, the helicopter pilot says, okay, let's shoot him from here. And Kelly is like, no, no, no. Let's take the helicopter down. We'll go in after him. Why? Right. Why? You're, you're right there in a helicopter. Shoot, like, you could shoot at the bear. I mean, up until this point, the bear has not shown the ability to fly. So, you know, I mean, although if that happened, I wouldn't have been surprised. But um, so they, they land the helicopter. Some this is of all of the ninja moves the bear makes in this movie. This is the most incredible. The bear sneaks up on a helicopter, again two thousand pounds, fifteen feet tall, sneaks up on a helicopter as it's landing, and grabs it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> this is improbable. The Pilot basically like falls out of the helicopter and Kelly is still in it. The pilot is trying to like shoot at the bear. Um, Kelly shoots the, the bear with his gun, but the bear kills the pilot. Yes. Now, yep. I yes. would have to say, has any, do you guys think anything in the movie has set up what happens next? Absolutely nothing. But you know what? I said it out loud. I said, I know there's only one thing left he's got to do. And I said what he does. <laughs> Even though it wasn't set up, I somehow knew instinctively that this was what was going to happen. <laughs> I thought for a second that they would use like the helicopter blades to kill it. Sure. Like it would stand I, up I, and they turn the helicopter blades and chop its head off or something. But I, 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 I didn't see coming what, came, what ended up coming. <laughs> I thought I literally said out loud and said, There's only one thing you gotta do, Kelly. You gotta blank. <laughs> I he Kelly goes back over to the helicopter, open this is a small helicopter. <laughs> this is not a like large helicopter, it's pretty small. Uh opens a compartment in the back, pulls out a bazooka. <laughs> And shoots the bear with a bazooka from like blows up. maybe 15 feet away, maybe. Like if someone just handed me a bazooka, I don't know that I would be able to figure out how to use it as quickly. <laughs> you handed me a bazooka, I would be like, where did you get a bazooka? Like, why, why on earth did this helicopter have a bazooka in it? And it's not even know. like there was a scene earlier where like the pilot was loading in a bazooka and someone's like, whoa, yeah. whoa, what's going on with the bazooka? And, and why would they need a bazooka at all 
in this parks department. <laughs> you got to so blow Rangers, the bear up at the end of the why movie. Would the, why would the Rangers have that in their their? Uh, I was upset. Arsenal? I was I was quite upset that before Kelly pulled the trigger, he didn't say "smile, you son of a bitch." Yeah. And I would also add to it: the only thing we really know about this helicopter pilot is that he is. Oh. We only know two things about him. Right. One is that he's an environmentalist. Yeah. Yep. And two, that he's a pacifist. But so because three, of his because of Vietnam. Yep. Yeah, because three of Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. So an environmental pacifist is like, oh, got to make sure the bazooka is in the helicopter <laughs> before I take off <laughs> to blow up the bear. <laughs> they should have replayed his speech in the beginning about environmentalism as yeah. as Kelly pulled the trigger and blew up the bear. And then I'm like, well, that's crazy. How are they going to reconcile that? The end. <laughs> like, movie's yeah. over. He just kind of like, Kelly just sort of walks away sadly as there's like a crater forming. <laughs> yeah. There's like a bonfire in the middle of the forest. And yep. I, I was not prepared for, I, I was just not prepared for, for that. That was really, that was really something. It was. Um, okay, I would, I've got a couple of, uh, well, first, before I even get into the So Wrong, It's Right, one year later, the same director, the same producer, the guy who played Kelly and Richard Jekyll all made a movie called Day of the Animals about animals okay. going wild and killing everyone. Wow. Um, I've really got to look into this movie. I found that fascinating. And all right, but so here's okay. So William Asman and Bub Asman worked on this movie. Which of the Asmans is actually a two-time Oscar winner? What? Yeah. Any I would guy? say the the Asman that had his little creative input, probably the money man. Yeah, so I'd was, say the the one who was the producer. I, I don't know which one was that was. Well, the the one who was an editor ended up winning okay. Oscars for best sound editing on Flags no of Our Fathers and American Sniper. No shit! Wow. Those are now, two more recent movies too. Yeah. Now, okay, this movie cost. I don't know if either of you looked this up. It cost seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars to make. Yeah. How much money do you think it made? Oh Lord! I'm gonna say it was probably like a summer, like we got time to kill. Uh, I'm gonna say it was. Uh, I'm gonna say it probably did fairly successful. I'm gonna say it at least made a little over its budget. So I'm gonna say it probably grossed a little over a million. Okay. okay. I imagine a movie like this would would have like a built-in audience. So, oh, let's go see that fun, that dumb slasher movie. So it made some of its money back. Yeah. Let's say. You must say the opposite and say it made $250,000. <laughs> it made, on a $750,000 budget, it made $39 million. Whoa. I never even heard of this movie. It was a... I've yeah. heard of it. I just haven't seen it. It's one of the infamous Jaws ripoff films. Now, I want to say, we wanted to, I mean, this is our most fascinating So Wrong It's Right yet. A sequel to this movie was shot in 1983, starring, okay. among other people, John Rhys Davies, uh, okay. Salah, okay. uh, Gimli yep. fame, sliders, all kinds of things. 
the Slide. lady photographer also appeared was was there for the sequel this character in the sequel and a famous a person who is now famous was in this 1983 sequel was it charlie sheen george clooney or laura dern oh 1983 you said 1983 i'm gonna say george clooney okay I'm also yeah. going to say George Clooney. That was who I was thinking when you gave it the list, but I don't know. You are both right, but there were no wrong answers. All of them were in it. Wow. What? Yeah. Wow. Now, you're probably thinking, this is a 1983 movie and a sequel to a $39 million movie. Why have I never seen Grizzly 2? Okay, it yeah. shot, but never completed. The producer disappeared and ran off with a bunch of the money after they had shot most of the movie. Was this an ass man? Wow. I No, it was not. It was not. However, okay. Grizzly 2 is expected to come out very soon. We may, really? we may finally be able to see this 1983 movie. Why? They are, they are apparently just now putting it together. I think because Charlie Sheen, George Clooney, and Laura Dern are in it, yeah, but they've been famous okay. for a while. Yeah, I think they're like, oh, you know, I think someone was basically like, ah, if we can put a, if we put a couple hundred thousand dollars into finishing this and we can be like, here's an unseen George Clooney movie. I mean, maybe like 10, 15 years ago, but now? Yeah, I, oh, I agree. Yeah. They definitely, it's, this should have been done, honestly, this should have been done 20 years ago. Like, if, if you, if yeah, you, it should have been done after Batman, or, uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah, hey, or if they could have said, hey, we have this, like, we have a sequel to cult hit Grizzly, and George Clooney is in it, and no one's ever seen this before, they would have sold a ton of DVDs 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Um, I, I have to read, this is one of the descriptions of, a, of what they do have that was shot for the movie. They filmed footage of a live bear attacking a rock concert in Hungary. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice yeah wow. so i really yeah i'd really like to see that um yeah so this is a uh this is a pretty pretty crazy movie this is probably one of the this is i, I would have to say that's a trailer percentage wise it has to be the most successful movie we've ever covered on this podcast um and sort of a, all right, so let's do a. Is it so bad it's good? Uh, Cody, let's start with you. Uh, I don't. I think it's just so super bland. I mean, I just watched it yesterday and today, and I don't. I for, was forgetting stuff that we were talking about. That I was like, oh, that's right, that happened. Um, I don't know. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think worth it. And it's so bad it's good kind of way. Jack, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. I think this had enough ridiculousness in it where I laughed out loud. I, I'm kind of more with Jack. I, but it, it is also like very, it's bland. It's not even a long movie. I think it's barely an hour and a half long, but it still feels like it, like barely. there's like 45 minutes that could be cut out of it and you wouldn't lose anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the end is so ridiculous. I mean, the end made me laugh out loud. I mean, I, I, I was sitting oh, absolutely. like in my basement laughing at it. And I did laugh at most of the scenes between Kelly and the like park general manager because they were 
so out of a 70s cop movie. Um, But a lot of it is kind of like, uh, it's just like bare POV or like, there's a lot of like, uh, like. There are a lot of drum, dry moments that are, that I think, but I think the crazy stuff does balance it out. I, I do think I, for me, I would say, I'm going to go on the side of yes, but just barely, just barely. And feel free to fa- like fast forward if it's starting to get dull. <laughs> Maybe it's a yes if you're willing to fast forward a little. Um, if, you, if a bare POV starts, start fast forwarding. Um, yeah, but it was, it was pretty fun. Um, and I am, I, I mean, I, now I really, once they release Grizzly 2, I may have to check that out. I mean, when you tell me that you have footage of a live bear attacking a rock concert in Hungary, yeah, I mean. Hopefully Grizzly 2 is a Jaws 4 ripoff. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I'd love to, yeah, I got to see where they're going with that. Getting um, revenge. Yeah, yeah. But there it is. Um, it is called The Revenge. Grizzly 2, The Revenge? The, t- the trailer is out. I'm oh. just Googling it right now. Don't you feel like somebody should have told them, like, hey, a Jaws sequel did that, and it didn't go well? Grizzly uh, 2, The Revenge. Maybe they, maybe yeah. they don't care. Uh, all hell breaks loose from a giant grizzly reacting to the slaughter of grizzlies by poachers attacks a massive rock, a big band rock concert in a national park. Okay. Well, at least they're bringing the environmental message back. Maybe, maybe it's a better defined version of that. Um, maybe in an upcoming episode, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how much Clooney there is in it. Um, Apparently, he gets he gets killed pretty quickly. But I don't know. I've just been perusing articles. I don't want spoilers. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing he's not the lead. I mean, this is pre Facts of Life, George Clooney. Yeah. Um, All right, we will have more movies coming up. I've got a pretty, I think I've got a really good one um, that's ready for us to do. Uh, One that's kind of been suggested a couple of times and I think think everyone will get a, will enjoy quite a bit. Um, But yeah, we will be back soon and we will see everyone then. Have a good one. Mm